0: G'day and welcome to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Gigao, and on this show we're examining biblical concepts and ideas and asking ourselves the important question, is it relevant today? Or is it as outdated and ridiculous as corduroy pants? We are definitely living in interesting times today. Many people are speaking and asking themselves, where will these unusual events lead to? And when will Jesus return? Interestingly enough, Jesus' disciples were also wondering when the world would end and when Jesus would return. In Matthew 24 verse 23, they ask him, what will be the signs of your coming and of the end of the age? Jesus responds in the next few verses, which reads, He said, Watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Now, my wife is about to give birth to our third child, and I still remember her labor pains with the first two. Labor typically starts with weak contractions, and then they get stronger as labor progresses. It also starts with the contractions being infrequent, and as labor progresses, they become more and more frequent, just before the event, just before the birth. Now, I remember when I first read these signs, I thought to myself, these things have been happening throughout history. Even from Jesus' day, how can these be signs of the end? But when Jesus likened them to birth pains, then it made sense. These events have happened throughout history, but at the time just before the end, we expect them to happen with an increased frequency and an increased intensity. So let's have a look at what Jesus said. The first thing he told us was, watch out that no one deceives you the first thing that Jesus prophesied would happen at the time of the end was an increase in deception. He says, be careful that you are not deceived. Now, is deception something that's on the increase today? Do fish swim? Yes, it most definitely is. You just need to look around you and see that the world is so entrenched in deception that it's hard to know what's true and what's not. 30 years ago, if you saw something on the news, you'd think, okay, this thing must have happened. But today you see something and you're not really sure anymore. We ask ourselves things like, um, why am I being shown this? What do they have to gain from showing me this? Is this actually true? The world is in a state of unprecedented deception. Now, Jesus told us that this would be the condition of the earth just prior to his coming. The next thing that Jesus says is many will come in my name saying I am the Christ and will deceive many. When I was doing my Bible worker training at Arise, in between our classes we would sometimes play handball. And one day when we were playing, a gentleman came up. He was dressed completely in white and he said to us, I am Jesus Christ. And we were like, um... Okay, we're thinking that's a little bit crazy, but we didn't say that to him, of course. And we said, would you like to come and listen to our lectures? He replied by saying, why would I listen to lectures about myself? And then he turned around and walked away. He was claiming to be the Messiah, but he wasn't deceiving very many. Well, not that we knew of anyway. Anyway. We're told that at the end, there will be people claiming to be Christ, and that they will deceive many. So, let's have a look. Is this something that's increasing like birth pains today? Josie Lewis the Jesus Miranda claimed to be Jesus Christ back in 1973, and many people believed him. In fact, he had over 5 million followers at the time of his death in 2018. Some estimate he had as high as 8 million followers. He had over 200 pastors working for him. He had 287 radio programs. He had a 24-hour television program. It's interesting that he also had 666 embroidered into his shirt and encouraged his followers to tattoo 666 onto their arms. I thought to myself, "Um, this is kind of a good clue of who you are not. But when I was reading this, I saw that in 2016, there was public outrage as one of his followers was holding down their three-year-old child to have this tattooed on him. It was horrible. But he's not the only one claiming to be the Messiah. Sergey lives in Russia. He has over a 100,000 followers. He claims that he is Jesus Christ. Apollo Quiboloy, He claims to be Jesus Christ. He lives in the Philippines and has over 6 million followers. We also have our very own, right here in Australia, Alan John Miller. He refers to himself as A.J. Miller and lives about two hours north of Brisbane. He claims to be Jesus Christ. His partner, Mary Luck, claims to be Mary Magdalene. He also has a significant number of followers. In fact, Alan claims that he remembers what Jesus' crucifixion felt like. Is people claiming to be Christ and deceiving many something we're observing in our world today? We are observing people claiming to be Christ with an increased frequency. It's happening more and more than ever before. From the 18th to the 19th century, there was a 350% increase in people claiming to be Christ. From the 18th to the 20th century, there was a 1,300% increase in people claiming to be Christ. And the numbers of people they are deceiving is really mind-blowing. And I'm only talking about the ones that have become famous from doing it. Now what about wars and rumours of wars? We'll have a look at these two just after this song. Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today? I'm Marius Gigao and today we're looking at the signs the Bible tells us will occur just before Jesus returns. We found out that at the beginning of Matthew 24, Jesus gives a number of signs, and then he tells us that these signs will occur just like birth pains, becoming more frequent and more intense as we get closer to the event. We've seen that deception is increasing just like birth pains, and people claiming to be Christ is doing the same. But what about the next thing Jesus said? Wars and rumors of wars. Now, when I talk about this with people, they say, Ah, yeah, Marius, I mean, what does this mean? There's been wars throughout all time. There's always been wars. There's always been rumors of wars. Is this really a sign? Now, keep in mind, we're not just looking for wars and rumors of wars. We're looking at an increased frequency and an increased intensity of wars. Is this something that we're observing? Well, we just need to have a look at World War 1 and 2. In World War 1, there was over 23 million people who died. In World War 2, there was between 70 and 85 million people who died during that war. In fact, it's believed that in the 20th century, more people have died because of war than in the thousand years before that. Some estimates say that more people have died in the 20th century because of war than in all of history combined. The world is spending around $100 million on war every hour. Let me repeat that. The world is spending around million on war every single hour. This money is being spent on war and preparing for war. This is exactly what Jesus foretold. There's going to be an increased frequency. There's going to be increased intensity in wars. He then speaks about famines and pestilences and earthquakes in various places. Are we seeing an increase in natural disasters? Are we seeing an increase in this around the world? or have natural disasters slow down. There is, in fact, an exponential increase in the number of natural disasters that is occurring today, just like Jesus foretold. What about pestilences? Well, another way to write pestilences is pandemics. This is something that we're obviously experiencing today. What about earthquakes? Is there an increase in earthquakes? Again, there is an exponential increase in earthquakes. There's an amazing video about this, which really highlights the point that earthquakes are increasing like birth pains. It shows the earthquakes that have occurred over the last hundred years. Now, if you'd like to see it, go to our YouTube channel called Is It Relevant Today and click on When Will Jesus Return? This video is linked in in the description. Just like Jesus foretold, natural disasters are most definitely increasing, just like birth pains. In fact, all of the signs Jesus foretold, deception, people claiming to be Christ, wars and rumors of wars, these are increasing just like labor pains. But did anyone else in the Bible speak about signs that we would observe at the end of time? We'll find out just after this song.
1: El Shaddai, El El Elyonah Adonai Age to age you're still the same By the power of the name El Shaddai, El Shaddai Erechim Kana Adonai We will praise and live you high, El Shaddai. Through your love and through the ram, you saved the son of Abraham. And by the power of your hand, turn the sea into dry land. To the outcast on her knees, you were the God who really sees, and by your might you set your children free. El Shaddai, El Shaddai, El Yana. Age to age, you're still the same. Was near though the people failed to see what Messiah ought to be, though your word contained the plan, they just could not understand that your most awesome work was done through the frailty of your son, El Shaddai, El Shaddai, El -el Yamna Adonai, age to age you're still the same, by the power of the name, El Shaddai. guys
0: Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. You're listening to Marius Jigo and today we're looking at signs of Jesus' return. We've so far looked at the passage in Matthew 24, verses 4 to 8, where Jesus gives us a number of signs and then tells us they will be just like birth pains. We saw that this is exactly what's happening in our world today. But did other people in the Bible speak about what the end time will look like? Let's have a look at what Peter said. In 2 Peter 3, verses 1 to 5, it says, You must understand that in the last days... Now, I'm just going to pause there. He's speaking about the last days, and he's going to tell us what will happen in the last days. He continues, Scoffers will come scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, Where is the coming he has promised ever since our ancestors died? Everything has continued as it was since the beginning of creation. But they deliberately forget that long ago, by God's word, the heavens came into being and the earth was formed. The first thing that Peter tells us is to expect scoffers, people making fun of those who believe in a creator. This is what we're told. Now, if you go to any of the universities around the world today, you will find that this is becoming increasingly difficult to hold on to a belief in creation. And those who do usually keep quiet about it because they don't want to be ridiculed. The next sign that Peter said is people will be saying, where is the coming he has promised? Now, I've heard this a number of times. Ah, oh, come on, Marius. Where is this coming? Really? The next thing he says is that people will deliberately forget that long ago, by God's words, the heavens came into being and the earth was formed. Is this what we're seeing today? Are more people believing in creation today, or less? If we look at the word universe, the word universe is a portmanteau, which means a word that's derived from the union of two other words, uni meaning one, and verse. Essentially, what the word universe means is a single spoken sentence. There are fewer and fewer people today who believe this. In fact, even in Christianity, many Christians today no longer believe that the world came into being through God's word. Now let's have a look at the signs that the prophet Daniel has to show us. In Daniel chapter 2, verse 4, it says, But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. There it is again, that until the time of the end. He then continues saying, Many will run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. These are two more signs that Daniel gave us. One is that people will be running to and fro. We live in a world today where people are traveling at speeds never before conceived. In fact, I was thinking about how this would have looked to Daniel. Daniel was taken captive from Jerusalem to Babylon. The distance there was a little over 1,400 kilometers. Now, We don't know exactly how long it took for Daniel to get there, but we do know how long it took Ezra to get back about 150 years later. And it took him four months to travel that distance. Now, Daniel would have been with the army, so maybe they traveled a little faster. So let's say it maybe took him three months to travel that distance. Currently, to put that into perspective, for us, the distance is roughly the distance from Melbourne to Brisbane. A flight there takes about two hours. In the prophecy that Daniel made that people will run to and fro, I think he would have been mind-blown when he saw the extent with which people will be travelling at the time just before the end. The next thing that Daniel said is that knowledge shall increase. Now, are we experiencing an increase in knowledge today? Yes, most definitely. If you look just at a simple mobile phone, now, if you would have told someone a hundred years ago that in a hundred years time, I'm going to have a device in my hand where I'll have access to all the world's information at the touch of my fingers, they would have thought you're crazy. If you would have told them that you'll be able to talk to anyone around the world in real time, you'll be able to see that this device will double as a Bible, it will work as a map, it will work as a compass, it will even work as a measuring tape. If you would have told someone that you're going to be able to send mail which will arrive in the other side of the world instantly, and they will be able to reply to your mail instantly from the other side of the world, what do you think they would have said? No one would have believed this a 100 years ago. And if then you would have told them that we'll use these devices predominantly to look at funny videos of cats, they would have probably shaken their heads. The way that knowledge is increasing today is absolutely phenomenal. In fact, if you look at the increase in knowledge between the 1800s and the 1900s, in that 100-year period, knowledge doubled. After that, it took 45 years for knowledge to double, then 28 years. Now, we're at the point where worldwide knowledge is doubling every 13 months. Think about that. The signs that Daniel foretold, people running to and fro and knowledge shall increase, are being fulfilled at a way that they never were before, right before our eyes today. Now, does Paul have anything to say about the end of the world? Yes, he does. And we'll explore it just after this song.
2: Thy faithfulness, great is Thy faithfulness, morning by morning new mercies I see. Lord unto me so faithful to me.
0: Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today. I'm Marius Jigau and today we're looking at the signs of Jesus' return. We've seen the signs Jesus predicted in Matthew 24 are already being fulfilled today. We saw that Peter's signs about scoffing and denying creation are being fulfilled today. We also saw that Daniel's sign of people running to and fro and knowledge increasing is being fulfilled today. So let's have a look at what Paul has to say. Paul writes in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1-5, to he says, But mark this, There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power. Now, I remember reading this and thinking, wow, How did Paul know exactly what today's world will look like? Now, we're not going to go through every single one of these signs. We're just going to focus on a couple of them. The first one I want to look at is, it says people will be lovers of themselves. Do we see people looking more and more at themselves these days? We live in a society that's centered around me. Me, 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 me. This is the world we live in. What about lovers of money? A lot of the problems we're experiencing in our world today is because of greed, because people love money more than anything else. What about this one? Disobedient to their parents. Are children more or less obedient today? Children are definitely less obedient. In fact, I was looking at a study that looked at the problems that teachers in American schools reported in the 40s and 50s, it looked at the three biggest problems that teachers reported. And this is them. The first one was running in the halls. This was the biggest problem. The second problem was shirts being tucked out. And the third was spitballs, right? You know, when you chew a little bit of paper and you take out the inside of your pen and project it at someone else, usually the teacher when they're facing backwards. Now, I'm not admitting I ever did any of this, but These were the three biggest problems in the 40s and 50s. Running in the halls, shirts tucked out, and spitballs. They did a similar study in 2010. Again, it was done in the States. The third biggest problem reported was drugs. We've gone from spitballs to drugs. The second biggest problem reported was rape. Kids have gone from having their shirts tucked out to rape. And the biggest problem reported in these schools in 2010 was murder. We've gone from running in the halls to murder. This is what we're told the end times will look like. But it's not just Christians that are seeing these signs. In fact, prominent atheists are looking at the world around them and saying, I don't know if the world can continue much longer. Stephen Hawking gave a number of quotes before he passed away. One he said is that we are close to the tipping point. We are close to pushing the earth over the brink. In fact, many prominent atheist scientists are saying that we've gone too far. That the way we're abusing the earth, we've gone too far. And even if everyone was to stop right now and try to reform their ways, it would be too late. The world has passed the point of no return, many scientists are saying. Many prominent atheists are saying that the planet will soon become incapable of supporting life. Now, this isn't spoken of in the Bible, but it just flows on logic, overpopulation. It took around 5,800 years to reach 1 billion people. We reached that in 1804. It took another 123 years to reach 2 billion. Then it took 35 years to reach 3, 14 years to reach 4, then 13 years, then 12 years. The world is increasing in population so fast that it will eventually become incapable of supporting human life. Now, this is what many prominent atheists around us are saying. They're not Christians, right? They're saying that something has to give. Now, did Jesus say anything else about what the world would look like at the time of the end? We'll find out just after this song.
3: When through the woods and forest glades I wander And hear the birds sing sweetly in the trees When I look down from lofty mountain grandeur And hear the brook and feel the gentle breeze I think that God, his son not sparing, sent him to die. I scarce can take it in. That on a cross, my burdens gladly bearing, he bled and died to take away my sin. And take me home What joy shall fill my heart Then I shall bow In humble adoration And there proclaim My God, how great Thou art Then sings my soul My Savior God to Thee
0: Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius G. and today we're looking at the signs the Bible shows us will occur at the time just before Jesus returns. We've seen that the signs Jesus predicted in Matthew 24 are already being fulfilled today. We saw the Peter signs about scoffing and denying creation is being fulfilled today. We saw that Daniel signs of people running to and fro and knowledge increasing is being fulfilled today. We've seen that Paul's signs are all being fulfilled too. We've even seen many prominent atheists are saying the world cannot continue like this for much longer. We're now going to have a look at two more signs that Jesus said. One is found in Luke chapter 17 Verse 28 to 30, it says, Likewise, as it was in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. We're told that as it was in the days of Lot, this is what it's going to be at the end of time. Now, what was the biggest problem in the days of Lot? In Sodom and Gomorrah? The biggest problem they had was a problem of immorality. It's something that's becoming more and more of a problem in our world today. In fact, if you look at it just from the point of view of pornography, a number of years back, if you wanted to look at this filth, you would have had to go into a CD shop and try and make sure that no one sees you. Today, it's readily available at the touch of a fingertip to everyone almost everywhere. In fact, the average age when children start watching pornography in our world today is... 11 years old one third of internet traffic and one third of searches and one third of downloads is exclusively pornography it's no surprise that jesus told us in the time of the end it will be as it was in the days of lot one more thing jesus said was as the days of noah were so will be the coming of the son of man The way it was in the time of Noah, that's how it will be just before he returns. Now, what was the problem in the time of Noah? What was the big problem during Noah's time? We find in Genesis chapter 6 that the Lord said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. The big problem in the days of Noah was a problem of violence. We're told that this is how it will be just before the second coming. Now, is violence something that's more of a problem today, or less of a problem? Do I even need to ask? When you switch on your TV, you see all kinds of violence. When you search online, you find all kinds of violence. You can see real, actual violence, or you can see simulated violence. This is the world that we live in. In fact, if you look at America, a number of years back, there was the Columbine shooting where two kids came into the school and shot up and murdered 15 people. They planned to murder a lot more. There was an explosive that didn't explode. And when we heard of this, we were all outraged. How could this happen? But since then, school shootings have become a common thing. They take place every other week in America. In fact, I had a look just the other day and found that the number of mass shootings in America is usually around 30 to 40 every month. Jesus tells us that as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. He then says, for as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark. They were living life as normal. They didn't know until the flood came and took them all away. Essentially what we're told is that people were just going about living their normal life. Everything seemed normal. They were seeing the signs around them. Now, Noah had been preaching this crazy message for a long time, just like many Christians have been teaching that Jesus is coming soon for a long time, and the signs were happening all around them. The animals were walking into the ark. And then the flood came and took them all away. The signs that we are observing in the world around us are exactly what Jesus Daniel, Paul, and Peter said the world would be like just before the end of time. We are told that there will be deception. There will be wars. There will be people claiming to be Christ. There will be natural disasters, and these things will increase in frequency and duration just like birth pains. We're told that people will run to and fro. People will deny that God is the Creator. People will be murderers, brutal, without self-control. This is exactly the world that we're seeing around us today. I want to tell you that Jesus is coming soon. The signs that we are seeing are being fulfilled today exactly as they were foretold. So I want to ask you, is Jesus' return something you want to be ready for? All the signs around us are being fulfilled just as the Bible foretold in such a way as they have never been Before, I want to ask you today, are you ready for his return? We thank you for listening today and don't forget to visit our YouTube channel called Is It Relevant Today where we have video presentations on many topics including the one we've just been talking about called When Will Jesus Return? We look forward to seeing you next week. I'm Marius Chigau. God bless and I hope you have a magnificent day.
4: All things work for our good Though sometimes we don't see How they could Struggles that break our hearts in two Sometimes blind us to the truth What's best for us his ways are not our own So when your pathway grows dim and you just don't see him remember you're never
5: Lord, I humbly kneel Hidden in You Lord, You are my
2: life
5: So I don't mind to die Just as long as I I could just sit with you a while If you could just hold me Nothing could touch me Though I'm wounded Though I die If I could just sit with you I need you to hold me Moment by moment till forever passes by When I should Just sit with you a while. If you could just hold me, nothing could touch me, though I'm wounded, though I die. If I could just sit with you. I need you to hold me, moment by moment, till forever passes by.
0: been listening to is it relevant today if you have any questions or comments please leave them on our facebook page is it relevant today but for now thanks for listening and we look forward to seeing you next week
4: i love to tell the story will be my theme in glory to tell the old old story Of Jesus and his love